and welcome to Unashamed, a Smut Lovers podcast where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelsey. And we are doing another read-along. It is Christmas. We're doing, I know in the last episode that we were like, are we going to do another read-along? Are we going to do our yearly recap? Like, what's going to be next? Um, It's a read-along. We're going to do a little Christmas read-along. It's a short one. Well, short for us. And then next week, it'll be the first episode of the year. And that'll be our yearly recap. Um, Just because we haven't done a Christmas book and this episode comes out on Christmas. So Merry Christmas, you guys. Merry Christmas. Um, So it's The Naughty List by Sheridan Ann. Um, We have mixed reviews about Sheridan Ann. And I think it's just because we're old. Yeah. So I know Sheridan Ann is a really popular author right now. And she writes a lot of not necessarily like young adult fiction, but she writes a lot of series where she has more mature content, but her characters are a lot younger. And I think I'm at that stage in life where like anything under 22 is just not really a hit for me anymore because I'm too old. I can't connect with characters. I've ventured on to more of the... Uh, more mature characters myself but I do remember that I have read at least one Sheridan Ann series before I don't remember which one it was but I do remember that I really liked it Um, however looking at this book and looking comparing it to her other work doesn't really seem fair because this is an entirely different style than anything I've read by her Yeah, so this is a second chance small town romance, and it's got grumpy sunshine vibes, and I am excited for it. Also, it looks like the characters are older, at the very least, in their mid to late 20s, but probably even older than that. It doesn't really tell us for sure, but that's a vibe you get from the blurb. It's a very uh, Hallmark-esque blurb. I love Hallmark movies, too. Like, that's the one thing I hate about not having cable is I don't get access to the Hallmark channel because I stream those movies, like, 24-7 during this time of year. Christmas music, some eggnog, and, like, Hallmark movies. That's my jam for Christmas. And usually snow, but it's been unreasonably hot out here lately. Like, we're still in the 40s in December. It's insane. Um, So... My father-in-law, rest in peace, he was one of my favorite people, though, and he loved Hallmark movies. He watched Hallmark movies year-round. He also had a thing about, like, writing everything down, so he would write down the movies that he watched. He would write down the movies he wanted to watch. He He just had, like, pages and pages and pages and pages of Hallmark movies written down all over his house. So um, watch us get into this book and has no Hallmark feels. We just went on a whole Hallmark rant. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like it's a a comedy. It's a romantic comedy. So everything, yeah, everything in the review says like lighthearted rom-com Christmas holiday treat cow lots of cow comments in the reviews and um i love cows so i'm here for this book no matter what happens 
I'm here for the cow content. <laughs> well, let's get into it. So we've oh, got I downloaded it. Okay, so we've got the female main character who gets fired over a meme. A donkey meme. A donkey meme. And um, she looks like she's... uh, She goes back home to her hometown of... I feel like a lot of these small town romances are based in Colorado. And I don't know why. I've never been to Colorado. I wonder if it's just like the epicenter of small towns. (laughs) Because I feel like every time I read, like, a small holiday romance or something, it's always somewhere in Colorado. I feel like Colorado is just easy to do snow. Uh, I'm going to do something uncharacteristic for me. Hmm. The midway point is 51%. Gasp. Shock. <laughs> what? Because um, other than that, it's long chapters and the midway point before – or the next chapter before that is 45%. What chapter is your midway point on? 12. Cool. That's 51 for me, too. Wow. Um, Yeah. Good vibes only. (laughs) So I'm excited to dive in. Uh, We've got the, I'm assuming the main, the main male character is the grumpy character and the female main character is the more sunshine character, I think. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't say really one way or the other, but usually when they specify that it's a grumpy sunshine, that's how it is. Yeah. Although we could be wrong. I mean, the female main character did get fired and had to return to her hometown. And she's avoiding the main male character because he wants revenge or answers. Grumpy vibes from him. Yeah, for sure. So I am ready to dive in if you are. Yep. So if you are reading along with us, go ahead and read till chapter 12 and come back. Pause here. Okay, we're back. This is like the perfect Hallmark book, just with more cursing. (laughs) Yeah, it is very Hallmark-esque, but for adults. Yeah. I mean, not that regular Hallmark isn't for adults, but you (laughs) So Yeah, so she left six years ago after college to pursue her dreams of working in a marketing firm right yeah okay and then um her pop died a year after she got there she did not come back for his funeral and then her nana died um a month ago and she did not come back for her funeral and she gets a letter from a lawyer basically saying that the estate is going to her and she can do with it what she wishes. If she wants to sell it, fine. If she wants to keep it, just make sure you maintain the garden. And the reason why she didn't come back in all those six years is because she had a boyfriend for six years and they were hopelessly in love and the perfect it couple. And she just left him. She didn't give him a choice in the matter And she went to New York and she said, you know, I knew you'd be unhappy there. So I just left. And um, she's kind of a dick for that. And I don't think he's in the wrong for being pissed. No, definitely not. Well, and she kind of explains it earlier in the book, too. She's like, if I had let it go on any longer, 
we would have ended up hating each other in the end because he would have followed her to New York and then he would have been miserable because he didn't want to leave his hometown and she knew that. And I mean, yeah, she was a dick for ending it the way she did where she just kind of was like, cool, this isn't working, like, bye. But at the same time, I can see from her perspective not wanting the relationship to end on a bad note, like, with resentment and then it just ending completely horribly. But, yeah, yeah she I, she definitely didn't do it the mature way. Yeah, like, I get what her reasoning was, but I also get his anger in that as well. Oh, for sure. And she was the one, like, so she drove her car into a ditch, her grandpa's truck, because she didn't put, like, snow tires or chains or whatever. Anyway, so she drove into a ditch, and then somebody calls him and is like, hey, your girl is stuck. And, like, she's been walking up and down for a while. And so he goes to, like, rescue her, and she just kind of starts lighting into him. She's like, I don't need your help. Like, bitch. Why are you so mad? He came to help. He didn't even say anything yet. Yeah, she's um it's a lot of shame. Like you can you can just tell that even when it's not in her perspective that it's just a lot of shame. Like the diving behind the counter, which she said once it blew up into a big argument, they're currently about to be rescued but they broke down on the side of the road outside of the cemetery and she uh the girl who cannot start a fucking fire to save her life lit her christmas tree on fire (laughs) um so they uh oxley right that's his name oxley yeah oxley is driving by and that's where it ended but yeah, she lit her Christmas tree on fire. She wants to save it. That's the tree that she wants to use. Um, but while they were stranded on the side of the road in the cold, they just had big blow up saying the same thing over and over again argument. And um, she did admit like the reason why she hid, the reason why she snapped it in, the reason why she didn't come back, the reason why all of it is she's ashamed. She's ashamed of how she handled the situation. She's got a lot of guilt about it. Um, as she should. I don't think that's necessarily wrong. I don't think it's irredeemable either. Like I definitely, I see a path to profitability here, (laughs) but um, yeah, I mean, so she's, she's ashamed and she's acting out about it, which I mean, I feel like it falls in line with her character. Yeah, it does. And I mean, both of these characters are pretty likable in their own ways. Uh, They're, like like I said, she it's been six years. I think they were in their early 20s when it ended because he's 29 now. So she's got to be 28, 29 as well. Yeah, they were 23. Yeah. I so, I mean, they were both really young when it ended. And I'm, I'm sure that there was a lot on both sides where it's like, you know, he was expecting her to just come home. Like he was building them a house and expecting her to just like come home. And she was kind of like, this is where I want to be. I'm in New York. This is where I want to live and explore my, you know, my career and everything like that. And so I think on both sides, it was more like they were expecting. It was was a little more fucked up than that. I don't know if you caught that. Um, But he built that home while she was away at college. 
and he was expecting her to come home from college and then start a life together. And she came home from college and said, I'm moving to New York. So he had that home built. He was doing it without her knowledge. She didn't know he was building a home for them. Like, yeah, they were making plans for the future, but she had no idea about the house. He was doing this all in secret with the expectation that what she would, what would her career even be in the small town? Like, it kind of feels like he was maybe not keeping her down, but like career wise, what was she supposed to do? She went to college for marketing. It's not exactly like the town that she lived in was the, you know, the hot spot for marketing. Like, you know, so he was building this town kind of like, oh, well, we're going to stay here forever and like raise a family. And that's fine. Maybe that is some people's dreams and it was his, but she wanted to be somewhere where her career could flourish, which is why she went to the school that she went to in the first place. And he was like, "Mm, well, from the sounds of it though, these were shared dreams up until she went off to college from the sounds of it. These were, these were dreams that were talked about. These were, plans that were made together like yes he was making building the house to surprise her but you know he says over and over and over again like we were talking about the future like we were planning our lives together we had you know we had a plan like we had talks about this and then you just left yeah but plans when you're younger at 18 19 whatever about being together are a whole lot different when you're actually working towards your career like i said I maybe they were planning like that and they had been maybe since high school, but at the same time, she's not in a career that makes it easy. And I'm I'm assuming it's all going to work out in the end. Maybe she'll start her own little, you know, she'll start everything in blushing and somehow become, you know, successful. And that's cool. But like I said, when you're super young, like, like that, I can understand where while she's at college, she's like realizing, Hey, this is the perfect spot to be in for this career to flourish. I yeah, can understand her side. I also don't think he was off base to assume and to start building that house. And I don't think he was off base to be blindsided either after he's just spent four years, you know, building this house. So I don't, I don't think he's off base at all. Um, I don't think he's off base. Like I said, I think it's more of a case of they were both really young and they both kind of maybe didn't understand the other's side when they broke up. I mean, we don't have we didn't get like any sort of past this entire book. It seems like it's centered in the present. So you're only hearing about it in little snippets of like their thoughts or passing comments, really, of like, you know, her leaving and all of that. So really it's more of an inference because it's not like we've gotten any sort of like past point of view where it's all happening at once. So we don't know what the characters are thinking when it was happening. But like I said, I think it was a lot of on both sides, maybe not necessarily miscommunication, but like not seeing the other side's point of view. And that happens a lot when you're young. I mean, you have arguments or relationships that just don't work out because of certain factors. And now that they're older and they kind of know a little bit more of what they want, you know, hopefully that won't be so much of an issue. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I just, uh, like, I like her well enough, but I'm, 
I'm team no, him. He has a totally 100% reasonable reaction to everything that happened. Because from his point of view, like, yeah, they were, they were building a life and, you know, all of that. He absolutely has a justification to be as angry as he is. But I also think that it wasn't unreasonable for her to make the decision to break up with him at the time and place she was when it happened. Yeah, no, I see her side. I just... uh I don't know. I'm not team anyone. I'm team. I hope they just get this shit over with and well, start with the spicy time because I know they said so. I mean, but everybody sure knows me. Will. I'm the most impatient bitch in the universe because I hate slow burn. I don't necessarily. Okay. Anything after, if it's anything after 65% and that's when you're first getting to the spicy, it drives me nuts. It like. Oh, I don't mind that. <laughs> I just want to make, make it <laughs> So I'm ready to dive back in if you are. Yep. Okay. So if you are reading along with us, go ahead and read till the end of the book and come back. Pause here. Okay. We're back. Yes. It was cute. I liked it. It was cute. It was like really very much Hallmark, Hallmarky movie. Very much. From- zero to 100 as soon as they started getting along again it was like bing bang boom let's move in together let's get married let's do all this so yeah it was like it was slow ish and then what yeah once <laughs> but once the seal was broken they just like went from zero to 100 yeah yeah but it was really cute it was a cute little holiday book i mean i can't really complain too much about it yeah, I don't I don't have much to say. It was um it was sweet and I don't remember where exactly we left off and um I don't think we really had theories on this book. No, not really. I mean, there wasn't much to theorize. They had broken up a long time ago. I think we we thought maybe there was going to be like miscommunication or so, I don't know, but yeah, they finally aired out all their grievances and then they kind of just started being in this like awkward place. And then, like I said, once they started, stopped arguing and started like seeing each other the way they used to, it just goes from it, it, it goes so fast after that. So at the very end in the epilogue is where the cow came in. I know in the beginning I talked about like all the reviews say cow, cow, cow. Um, so she finds a cat like a cow walks onto their property and she he's watching everything on the cameras as she like goes out and she's like just brings the cow inside the house and he's like what the fuck is she doing like i do not want this cow in my house and then he turns on the inside cameras and she's just like adopting this cow as if it's a dog and she's like can you bring home milk and he was like yeah, all they have is like low fat skin milk. And she's like, no, 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 we need whole milk, whole milk. And then he comes home and the cow is like lounging in the bath. Um, yeah, it was cute. It was cute. Yeah. It was a nice little, a nice little ending to everything. Yeah, who doesn't want a cute pet cow? Yeah, so I, I mean, it was very I, much like, uh, not like Sheridan Ann's other books either. No, this definitely had a way different vibe. 
And it was still the same, like, great writing because Sheridan Ann is a very good author. I, I don't know if we talked, I know we had touched on the fact that, like, her books aren't really our vibe anymore, but she is an incredible author. The books I've read from her, like, she's she's a very talented and skilled author. She just writes um, k- kind of just a vibe that we're not really in right now. So, but it, it still had the same aspects of a great writer, which I appreciate. So I'm really glad that we chose this one. I am too. I I loved it. So, yeah. Glad, glad we took the chance. Yep. So next week is going to be our yearly recap. Yay! We're going to do it. It's going to be next week. It'll be on the 1st. God damn it. This one's coming out on Christmas. That one's coming out on New Year's. Like, can we catch a fucking break? That's perfect for the yearly recap, though. It comes out on the 1st. I know. Mondays are not the day this year. We we have been struggling on Mondays lately, you guys. <laughs> we I don't know how we've managed to pull it off, but um, barely. I, I, barely, yeah. If you guys, if you guys were a part of our our inner text thread where we're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but um we do it because we love it and it's been an incredible year i think shortly we're coming up on two years soon ish i think so we started towards the beginning of a year whatever year it was um we don't know when our anniversary is you guys (laughs) i would have to go back and look and see Oh, goodness. Hold on. But I think this is episode 90-something. I'm the one that does it. I should fucking know. <laughs> um, it's episode 90-something. It's 93. So, yeah, I mean, 104 will be two years, right? Yeah. So, we're getting there, you guys, because we've not missed a week. No, we have not. And I'm really proud of us for that. <laughs> We've not missed a week, and we've only been late one time. Look at us. We're the bomb. We are we are really killing it, you guys. Sorry. We just had to take a minute to be proud of ourselves, because if you saw the chaos that goes on in daily life, the fact that we've been able to be, like, consistent on something is just, it's really awe-inspiring, if you ask me. For real. I'm, I'm yes. one of the least consistent people. <laughs> I'm a so, anyway. <laughs> it's been a wonderful year. Thank you guys so much. We really do appreciate every single one of you that listens. Um, I know that we have like some consistent listeners that click in right when an episode comes up and it just makes me feel so happy and special that there are people that want to listen to us. And it's just, I don't know, gives me the warm and fuzzies. And so we really do love you guys and we really appreciate you and can't wait for another year yeah thank you so much guys and happy holidays or just happy end of the year if that if you don't celebrate holidays and merry christmas merry christmas all <laughs> i'm a christmas celebrator so christmas merry christmas and happy holidays and we love you guys and yeah we'll see you next year wink, wink. <laughs> see you next year guys bye <laughs> bye